there's no escape. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest. Another name you might know me by. Star. My name is Oliver Queen. You'll be hearing facts. From the strategic homeland. Just call us shield. Beware my power. Green lantern's light. And here we go. Excelsior! Okay, this is not working. The out. magic, the magic of radio. Of it's doing not, it live. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting here patiently. We're, we're like, mm, uh, uh, where is it? Where's the music? And I don't figured. know. It's. I have no clue where the. You know what? I think I know where the music's going, but that's that's okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna do this, and then I'm just gonna do this. <laughs> Spider Man, Spider Man, does whatever a spider can. You know, it works. It's working. I think that was better than our original plan. Because, you know what? To hell with a seamless transition. To hell with live radio and how yeah. making it smooth. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> Geek Show. I'm Big Rich. That's BJ across the table over there. Thanks for listening. This is episode 51. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to guess that, you, you know, our listeners have probably figured out the fact that our show's about... The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Not the Amazing Spider-Man. That's true. The but this Spider-Man was amazing. It, it was. I, 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 I loved your tweet. This this Spider-Man was amazing. And then what else did you say? <laughs> Spectacular, even. Spectacular, even. Yeah, yeah, you can fit it both in there. Right. <laughs> um, so, like, like we said, uh, I'm Big Rich, BJ Across the Table, Geek Show Episode 51. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can get us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, you know, of course, our webpage, xjockalbanyny.com, and also uh, on the iHeartRadio app, which yes. we would love for you to go and download and fr- and favorite us yeah. and, and, and everything and leave nice comments and all that Give kind of stuff. Give us a follow. Give us a follow. That yeah. would be lovely. Yes. We, would, we would enjoy that. Follow us on all of them even yeah. better. And, of course, we're live streaming on YouTube right now. Uh, so you can watch us. If you're watching us, great. If not, you can go back and watch us later. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to the webpage and, and get the link and all that. So yeah. you can you know, watch BJ and I sit here perfectly calm, waiting for the Spider-Man music to start, and then nothing <laughs> to happen. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's probably one of my favorite moments of this podcast. It's just the... the it's when things like don't... Don't go things, right. Yeah, when things don't go the way that you are... For, like, we literally... <laughs> sat here before the show started and i and i downloaded the right. music and put it into the automation system we 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 had literally had we had like a production little brainstorming session before we, it, we went on and it sounded great on paper yeah yeah <laughs> and it just didn't work out <laughs> no it did not that's great though yeah it, 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 it worked good so uh but anyway uh yeah so we're all about Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Uh, BJ saw it. You saw it yesterday, right? I went and saw it yesterday. Um, I, for the first time since, uh, oh, the, for the first time since Iron Man 2008, this is the first time I haven't seen a MCU movie on opening weekend. Yeah, me, I, well, I, I, with, with the kid now and budgets and all that, yeah. kind of, I haven't been able to go on opening night for a couple times. I mean, I actually have to plan. Well, I don't go opening night. Yeah. Well, I, I, I like going opening night because yeah. I, I feel like there's more energy with the fans and standing yeah. in line, being able to just talk and, and that kind of thing. I mean, I, I, but I have to plan those things way ahead. I mean, I'm, I'm just starting to plan going to see Last Jedi. I know. So, I know. you know, I, I got to plan this far out to make sure it happens for yeah. me. So, um, but uh, yeah, so I did see it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we are going to basically tell you right now, spoiler alert. Yes. We are going to talk about the movie. We are going to disclose things. So if you have not seen Spider-Man Homecoming yet, stop this episode. Come back to it later. But remember to favorite us on every other platform, iTunes yeah. and iHeart and everything else. So um, you can come back, find us, and then listen to this episode after you've seen the movie. But that's the most important thing. Spoiler alert. There will be spoilers. Oh, I think we've given people ample warning. I think so. You okay. have been you have been warned. I have been so warned. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. So uh, first, I'm going to let you go first. Okay. I was going to say, first things first, we should just get our initial thoughts on it. Um, 
it's really hard for me to say this, but I think that this is my favorite Spider-Man movie so far. Um, you know, I loved the first Spider-Mans with Tobey Maguire. Mm -hmm. The first two yeah. I thought were fantastic. Yeah. But I think um, this movie for me felt the most like those movies were fine they were good spider-man yeah. movies yeah that was an older spider-man yep um even though it wasn't technically older i mean he was in high school in the first one yeah we got a little um, bit but you just did you didn't get that same vibe you got this no. great high school yes. vibe from tom yes holland. tom holland looks so young and he looks so much the part of of teenage peter parker yeah and it was great and i also what i also loved was um you know they didn't redo the whole origin i mean we've seen no. that like you know, four or five times already yep. uh, between television and movies and that. So getting right into the meat and potatoes mm -hmm. of it, it picks up right after uh, the events of Captain America Civil War. It actually starts yeah. with clips that that Peter has recorded on his phone, on his <laughs> smartphone from Germany right. with that encounter at the Berlin airport where he stole Cap's shield and everything, and it, he's just going fanboy about it. It was, what was so great about that is, like, you actually got to see, you know, that aspect of Spider-Man. Spider, you know, Peter Parker. The kid. Always out with his camera taking yep. photos of Spider-Man exactly. for J. Jonah Jameson. This is almost like laying the groundwork for that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he's just super happy to be there. He's super excited, like any other teenage kid that's, I mean... You know, I was reading the uh, I was reading Entertainment Weekly, yeah. uh, the issue that came out about uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming uh, just before the release, the week of the release of the movie, and I mean they had I mean it, they nailed it, you know, pretty much right on the nose. If you were a 15-year-old kid and you mm -hmm. suddenly got these superpowers, yeah. hell yeah, you'd want to have fun with it. You'd want to go out and just do all kinds of stuff. But what I also loved was. You know, they, they, they so much established him as a teenage kid because, you know, he's running around Queens, mm -hmm. he's stopping all these people, but then he's also really bored because, you know, it's just, you know, five and dime kind of stuff. He's just, he's stopping robbers and, yeah. you know, would-be, like, thieves and yeah. stuff. I and thought he, it was great when he's on the phone because he's supposed to be giving Happy, mm -hmm. he's supposed to be giving Happy Hogan his mission reports and everything. And Happy's not really giving him the time of yeah, day or anything. Like, what, it is what it is, yeah, you know? Yeah, Happy's basically his babysitter for yeah. this. And, you know, he and Happy's got more, he's, he thinks he's got more important stuff on his mind. Yeah. But Peter, it's just, you know, and he's itching for that next mission. He, right. he got a taste of working with, you know, Iron Man and Vision and War Machine and all that. And he right. wants to do more. He wants, and he, you know, and he thinks of himself basically as an Avenger now. Right. So, um, well, and, and he says it several times. Like, so you're in a, his friend keeps asking. Yeah, you're Ned an Leeds. Avenger? Yeah, Ned Leeds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, asks him, so you're you're an Avenger? Yeah, I, sort of, pretty much. Yeah, and he says, yeah. and um, and it's it, you know, and just you know, the whole anxiousness of of Peter Parker and just itching to 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 go out and do what he wants to do. And mm -hmm. I mean, we all know the backstory of why he does what he wants to do. And right, we kind of got a little bit of that in civil war when when tony went to mm -hmm. the apartment his apartment with you know and 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 basically just kind of surprised him when yeah. he was sitting there on the couch with aunt may you know and he asks him so why are you doing it what gets you out of bed every morning and you know he tries to explain it to him without going into detail that you know it was because his uncle ben died because yeah. he didn't act he was a cocky kid and mm -hmm. it, it you know he he got killed um, and now his aunt is suffering, he's suffering, and he's trying to make up for it with the whole, with great power comes great responsibility, uh, uh, you know, philosophy, and he believes in that. Mm -hmm. and, and he's learned his lesson, and that's why he does what he does, and we get a little glimpse of that. He yeah. doesn't come out and say it, but you can see it. In, right. in in his in his eyes and his mannerisms when he's talking. Well, and throughout the movie too. And throughout the movie as Just well. Just throughout the movie, like the decisions that he makes. Yes. So I mean, he's obvious. It, it's it's. I mean, so even though we didn't get that that you know uh, origin story, which is great, we still can see it mm -hmm. permeating through the storyline. Uh, you know, we we saw a little bit in Civil War, and now we're seeing it in Spider-Man: Homecoming even more, and we get to see him. You know, just doing what we saw Spider-Man do in the comic books. Yeah. You know, he's riding on the elevated on the L train, the elevated train. You know, he's checking his phone messages. He's tweeting his buddies. And this movie, to me, when the 
fact that you mentioned that felt the most like I was flipping through a Spider-Man comic. Oh, God, yes. The whole time, like everything. I, I mean, the thing that I've always loved about Spider-Man is that his life was so relatable. Yep. Like, he's dealing with everyday that's, things as well that's as... That's classic you know? Marvel. That is so classic cool. Marvel comics, and we got that, and it came right through, and uh, I have fallen in love with with the Sp- the character Spider-Man all over again. I mean, he was he was my favorite character growing up. I you know, I I literally had a Spider-Man wallpaper on every single computer I've ever built or owned <laughs> ever since um what what 2003. Yeah. You know? Um and it, it's just yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it it's just like, you know, I it brings me back to reading all those old issues John Romita Jr. Mm-hmm. drew and and it was it was and you know, it, it was just great. I yeah. loved it. I um, I don't think that I have any. Uh, I don't think I have any real criticisms of this movie. I right. thought that they uh, they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a really good job in this one of kind of bringing in some of those classic Spider-Man rogues. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like obviously Michael Keaton. Yeah, he's uh, Adrian Toomes. He's the Vulture. Yeah, um, and then you also had both versions of the shocker yeah which i thought was interesting i was like how are they gonna pull this off but they somehow did yeah um it wasn't a focused villain it wasn't like you know all right now i need the backstory of this villain and the backstory of that villain they they totally avoided a lot of that backstory crap and just brought them in i mean you you pretty much got most of that backstory through the you know as the movie progressed right they kind of threw little pieces here and there and you and I, I like the fact that the director and the writer uh, felt that the you know the audience was smart enough. This was honestly, I feel like this was really written for the fans, Absolutely. not just the general public. I mean, it appealed to the general public that likes going to the MCU movies just for the action and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But for the fans, this really hit home as well because you know you can say, oh my, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. You know, there there's these different things that they pulled from the comics and threw in there and it just. It was just classic Marvel comic books. Well, that even I like love. the different things that they pulled from the first Avengers, because I mean that's where the movie kicks off. Yeah. At the end of the first Avengers, um, when they're cleaning up the mess. Yes. You know, uh, Michael Keaton and his whole crew. Yep. Are there to clean up the mess from yep. the Chitari invasion? Yeah. His his company's basically got a contract with the city. He says, yeah. and they're there and. And you know, and the government comes in. Government says, comes in. Damage control. Right. How cool is that now that yeah. we have damage control yes. in the MCU? That was that was awesome because I used to read the damage control comic book series yeah. when they had it out for a little while. It was more of a satirical con- comic mm-hmm. book. You know, it was kind of a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, they usually would have a guy there with a push broom just kind of pushing away in the background. And mm-hmm. I always thought that was kind of funny. But, yeah, this was awesome. And uh, Tyne Daly. Tyne uh, Daly shows up. Yeah. I was like, what is – they got Tyne they're, Daly to they're be in pulling this movie. some They're pulling some class, you know, some class actors in to really do this stuff. And, I mean, it's start, kind of starting to get to be like Star Wars where you got all of these characters, all of these actors, these great actors yeah. – wanting to be a part of, you know, the history. I mean, and you look and you see all these modern-day actors, obviously, now, because who else are you going to get I know. for all these Star Wars movies? And now, I mean, they want to be in Star Wars. Now they want to be in Spider-Man and all the MCU movies, and they're finding these places right. for them and giving them, you know, making them part of, of the, you know, the fabric of all of these stories because a lot of those characters in there all had, you know, even the secondary characters had a lot of background. I mean, Flash Thompson and... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we also uh, Betty Bryant, right? A Brant, a Brant. Uh, yeah, Brant was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the uh, she was the the girl anchor on the <laughs> TV. You know? I know, and and Flash Thompson. It was uh, you know they say you know they said he's a modern day bully. He's not the big, you know, version that we see in the comic books where he's you know physically pushing around, you know, Peter all the time. He's just kind of a douche. He's just a dick. Yeah, the dude's just a dick. Basically, ba- yeah, and you know. Uh, he's just there to to make Peter's life a ha- living hell for a while, and, and then you got Ned Leeds and um, that. I mean, yeah, all these characters that have all this great backstory, and we're just seeing them now, kind mm-hmm. of coming into it. And then you had that that little twist there. Yeah. At um, the end. I, I mean, was, how did you feel about? I was gonna say, if I had to give one criticism of it, I really liked Zendaya's character, Michelle. Yeah. I think that they could have just left her as Michelle instead of at the yeah. very end. And this is a big spoiler if you're still watching. Like, oh, they won't spoil yeah, that much yeah, for me. Yeah. When she says at the end of it, 
Yo, all my friends call me MJ. And I was just like, uh, you know what? That, you, know, you didn't have to you didn't have to squeeze that in that's there. That's probably the you know? only criticism I really have right. about the movie. Right. It just felt kind of it, it felt like it, you know, the the writers or the director or whoever did it was just being a dick. I just feel like they did it to do it so that they could pull the wool over everyone's eyes of of casting her as MJ. Yeah. And they're calling and so let her be Michelle. I thought the character yeah. was fantastic. She was funny. Yeah. You know, obviously she's got a little bit of a thing for Peter Parker. Yeah, obviously. Um, you know, let that character be that character all on its own. Like, I'm fine if that is a character that they just created. Yeah. And let be in the movie because it worked. Um, I don't think you needed to make her MJ. I think yeah. that's the only criticism that I have of the of this entire and, movie. And it, and it kind of and when when the when they kind of tease the fact that that you know they're saying this is MJ. Yeah. Everybody freaking it was just the internet just blew up because they're like, oh, you know, here they are. They're they're changing, you know, right. a, a, a character. They're changing race and all this other kind of and just a ton of people just came out of the woodwork. Um, and there was just yelling from all over the internet yeah. about it and you know, that kind of thing. And I'm, I'm of the opinion myself and I'll probably get yelled at by people about it, but I don't care. This is my opinion. They shouldn't change the those established characters like that no i'm with you i agree they, 100%. i mean they, they yell about diversity and all that okay great why not add new characters right. that can step in and be a part of it look at miles morales he became spider-man yeah and here he is you know uh no th this is this is the kind of diversity this is how you can do diversity without changing. I mean, look at Iron Man. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what's it? Riri? Is they calling it Riri? Or? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not a fan of Riri Williams. Um, I don't like that. That that's the direction that they went in the comics with it. They did a lot of that recently with Marvel, yeah. and it's hurt them in the comics it in kinda, a sense. It kind of has. Um, I mean, but I still feel that's the way they right. should go with with you know with how to add more diversity to. The Marvel Universe. Yeah. yeah. To me, that works. Well, it's see, just, I, don't I, think, even, I think they have to do more character development. I don't think that they need to uh, replace established characters with like a, uh, um, you know, like passing of the torch type thing to yeah. someone else. If they could just create someone new um, and give them something. And I know Riri Williams is, she's not Iron Man, she's Iron Heart. I just, you know, I just didn't like the direction that that particular uh, Invincible Iron yeah. Man comic was going. I I, no, I haven't read the Iron Man comics. I kind of stopped when they, when, once they introduced Riri Williams, I was kind of like, oh, I'm not really feeling this Bendis run, and uh, I just kind of stopped reading it yeah. and everything. The, the only one that I really read anymore is is the Doctor Strange comic that they, is currently out. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I haven't really read a lot of, a lot of current Marvel stuff just because of the way they've been taking things. Yeah in regards to the, you know, blowing up the universe and recreating it and all that. Yeah. I'm just, you know. Well, and it's all, it all always, uh, and I will say this, and we're off on a, a little bit of a tangent yeah. here, but I, um, DC Rebirth is really cool, um, the way that they did that. Um, the all new, all different Marvel started out really cool, but it's all everything. Yeah. Everything in DC and Marvel is always building to some gigantic crossover event. And you have to read this comic issue and this comic yeah, issue that's... and that one. And it's like, it's too much. And I've got event fatigue and I don't care. So, you know, I would rather I would rather read something that yeah. is singular yep. and in its own world. And I just have to pick it up and I have to read that one. And, and I'm good with that. Yeah, it's 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 I mean, the, I feel like they're doing it just to get these other titles that aren't getting the sales to, you know, for people to go out and buy them just yeah. for the, you know, just to get their money and i, I yeah. really think that's it's kind of a dick move yeah on on the comic book company's part to do right. that kind of thing um i mean i i mean number one why why would spider-man need four different titles i mean at one point you had amazing spider-man yeah. you had spider-man you had spectacular spider-man you had web of spider-man yeah i read amazing spider-man and web of spider-man yeah and the and i mean it was like how many stories can you really tell you know, I know, at the same time, congruent. How does this fit into the current timeline and everything? It's just—it's too much. It's way too much. It's just oversaturation, which um, I really think is just—it's not the way to go. Leave it with the one title. You got your annuals every year, which are usually double or triple size because they told a much bigger story. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then just 
Yeah, I, I it just, yeah, I just, I, I don't understand the whole point of having four titles of Spider-Man at one point. No. And then, yeah, because, you, you, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not, you know, if, I'm not going to go out and buy all four titles. Yeah. Because I can't afford it. Well, I think that's where DC Rebirth kind of has a leg up on Marvel right now as far as the comics goes. You yeah. have your Green Arrow. You've got your Batman. Yeah. You've got your Flash, your yep. Superman. Um, and then, you know, you have that one-off shoot of action comics, which focuses on a different Superman and whatnot. But they don't have so many, like, titles that are crossing lines yeah. and, and barriers. And what's going on here? Is it affecting this and everything? So, at any rate. I think, I think what they should, I mean... I, I know we're way off topic on this, but I, I, I really, <laughs> yes. really think they should basically just stick to the more established characters yeah. and maybe do like, you know, special series, maybe like four issue series of all these other types mm -hmm. of characters, like, you know, bringing back Ant-Man for like four, you know, four issue, a four right. issue story or, or a 10 issue story or something like that or, you know. That kind of thing. If if they take off, okay, do another one. Oh, that one took off too. Okay, well, let's try a regular series right. and kind of go from there and build up from there. But don't just, you know, just don't don't do the multiple, you know, thing. It, it's just it, I think it's, it's too much. But anyway, too much. Yeah, it's it's too much. But going back to um to the original point of Spider Man with the whole MJ thing. Yeah. Um, Zendaya. I thought she was great. Yeah. I, I loved her. Um. But yeah, the whole MJ thing was was kind of dickish to me. Yeah, we just didn't need it. Yeah, it just it didn't really feel feel right. Is the only part of that movie I'll say felt forced? Yeah, pretty much. That was and and that's and that's. I mean, would you say that's your only criticism of? No, the movie? yeah, that's it. That's the only criticism I have of the movie. Um, I thought everything else was great. I loved, um, I loved Peter's relationship with so many people in it. Yeah. Um, I loved that his relationship with 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 Happy. Yeah. I, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Um, I loved his relationship with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Um, you know, that he's kind of looking out for him and giving him that father figure. Yeah. Um, you know, his obviously his relationship with his best friend Ned was great. Yeah. Um, you know, with the rest of, of his classmates, I thought that was really good. Everybody yeah. can kind of see that Peter Parker is. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's a little bit, he's got a little bit of stuff on his mind and everything, but yeah. nobody can kind of put it together. Um, his relationship with Aunt May was great. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to see a little bit more of Aunt May. Yeah. You know? Like a bikini? <laughs> well, yeah, sure. Yeah. That, I mean, Marissa of course, Tomei in a bikini? Sure. Aunt May, you know. Here we, here we are. Spider-Man. You know. Caribbean Vacation. <laughs> That'll be the sequel. We all we all thought, you know, Marissa Tomei is Aunt May? Yeah. That's kind of young, but okay, we'll give it a try I now just, after like, seeing it. Yeah, I love that they're playing into it pretty well, too. Like, everybody loves her and everything. Like, yeah. you know, throughout the movie, if she's with Peter, like, for some reason, people are always just giving them free yeah. stuff. Yeah. Rice, and everything. She got, gets a bowl of rice pudding right. at the Thai place. And... When he's at the deli getting a sandwich and they're like, they're like, oh, how's your aunt doing? And he's like, she's fine. And he looks at the other guy and says in Spanish, she's a very hot Italian woman. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, how's your daughter? Right, right. Peter asked him that. I thought that, that was, was funny. that that was yeah. And that's a great little thing. And and I thought Marissa was was really great. Um, and then there's the you know um, the end credit scene. Yeah. Where, you know, well, not really the end credit scene, but the end of the movie itself. Yeah. You know, Peter's got the suit back from from Tony. And he puts it on. He puts it on. He's standing there in his room. He's got his back to the door. And then all of a sudden, Aunt May walks up to the yeah. door. And then we hear her say, what the? And then yeah. <laughs> cuts it off right there. Um, and it just goes into Blitzkrieg Bop yep. by the Ramones, which I thought was a great way to end that movie. Yeah. Like, perfect song for that. Um, I, there was I don't know. Um, there was just so much. I thought that it was a great thing seeing him in the suit that Tony gave him in Civil War and yeah. watching him go out and do everything, and then you get it taken away from him. Yeah. And I felt like he wasn't fully Spider-Man yet mm -hmm. until the big confrontation with Vulture, yeah. which we'll got to talk about that twist in a minute. But with the big confrontation with Vulture at the end, when the building comes down on him and he's stuck yes. and he can't and he can't do it, he, I don't know how to get out of this and everything. Yeah. But then all of a sudden he pulls deep. Yeah. And I think that was the transition. Yeah. To where Peter Parker really became. Yeah. Spider-Man yeah. in that whole movie. Yeah, and, and and that's just you know pulled right out of the comic books. Yeah. That whole scene and it was it was great and and Michael Keaton played it great. Um, 
I wasn't so thrilled when they cast him in the role. I was like, I don't really. Yeah. I know Keaton's a great actor, and everybody loves it's, him, and he's Batman and it, everything. It was, but... it was, yeah, it was it was like the Tim Burton Batman all over again. I you know when when he got cast in that, I thought, oh man, this is gonna he's gonna suck. Like, how can you, how Mr. You, Mom? Right, Beetlejuice. Like, yeah. what is going on? What? But man, it's just every single time he, he pulls it off. He's an. I, I gotta say, he's one hell of an actor. I yeah. mean, he really knows how to pull out. You know the the you know the character really it it, it was right. it was just great you almost feel you know and you kind of feel for 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 Adrian Toomes because of you know his whole his his whole uh, purpose for mm-hmm. what he's doing to take care of his family and everything like it's it's kind of a noble purpose but obviously it's it's not right he's you know he's breaking the law he, he's just it's he's a villain based on circumstances yes. which is established in the beginning of the movie when the government comes in takes away a city contract to clean up the the, the mess yep. that was left behind by the Chitari and the avengers in the first film um so then he has to figure out a way to provide yeah and his way of providing was taking what he had from the scraps that he had salvaged from these yep. alien weapons and from Hydra and from all these other places yep. that he's now salvaging and creating new weapons to sell to people. Yeah, you know, um, and and that's what he does. I mean, he's all basically you have people that are that are thieves. Like they definitely took some liberties with the Vulture character. Yeah, but you know, I didn't hate it. I, I thought it yeah. was okay. Yeah, I mean, I, in in the comics, Vulture is much older. Yeah. Um, and obviously the suit very very different than what right. Michael Keaton right. had. Um, but yeah, it, I think I think they did an awesome job of of making him more <clears throat> movie friendly. Yeah. In that regard, because I mean, you see a guy in a tight green suit with big feather wings. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's it doesn't work. It would have been silly. It it, it would have been stupid. Um, but I mean, they and. It, it looked great. I mean, he had like the leather bomber jacket with the fur. Yes. Uh, you know, with the fur hood. Yeah. And then he had the uh, the you know the the fighter pilot helmet with the mm-hmm. night vision and the heads up display built in and all that. And it looked, you know, very menacing and it just fit the the character of Vulture, awesomely. Yeah, it was great. Um, the the whole big twist with Vulture, which I thought they did really well, mm-hmm. is Peter is interested in this girl Liz the entire time. Yep. Um, they're finally going to go to the homecoming dance together, yep, and he yep. goes to the house to pick her up. Yeah. And who answers the door? It's Vulture, and that's when you learn that Vulture is Liz's father. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I actually, when I, when I first saw the movie, I kind of called it, and I was thinking to myself, you know, they're, they're, uh, May is in front of the house dropping Peter off to go get Liz. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, this something about this they. You know, I, I kind of just in back of my head thought we're going to see Vulture. This is going to be something's going to happen. There's a there's a connection. Sure enough, open the door. Yeah. There's Michael Keaton. I'm like, damn it, I nailed it. See, I thought that he had opened the door, and and greeted him mm-hmm. because he had figured out who he was. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, and he was there with like having them hostage. Not oh. that it was his family. I mean, he he didn't know. When Peter Parker opened that door, he had no idea had that no Peter idea. Parker was Spider-Man. No idea whatsoever. Until they're talking in the car, and, and he, they put two and two together that he was in D.C. when the people got stranded on the elevator, yep. but he had disappeared for a while, and he was here when this had happened, and they had disappeared for a while, yep. and all this other stuff. Um, but, yeah, I just... Uh, that's when, all of a sudden, Vulture puts it together, says, listen, stay out of my business. Yep. We'll forget this ever happened. You saved my daughter, right. so I, I can't forget that, right. he says. And basically tells Peter, you know, you leave me alone, I'm leaving you and everybody in your family alone. Right. Otherwise, kill everybody you love. But that's where we were talking about where those decisions yes. that Peter Parker makes. Yep. Very mature, very adult. Like, okay, I could let this guy go. I can go and get the girl. Happy ending. Blah yep. blah blah. Yep. But I think that that's where you see the whole repercussions of the Uncle Ben thing, where yeah. if he didn't, he didn't take action. He, he knows you know? that if he doesn't do right. something there's going to be trouble um yeah i don't know um i just thought that that was really cool the way that they played that and then of course you know the whole the whole staten island ferry yes um scene where yep. you know that whole that whole thing unfolding where yep. the boat is splitting in half and you know he's really unprepared yep 
for dealing with this. It turns out that the feds are on the boat. They're going to bust those guys yep. anyway. Yeah. Um, so he kind of screwed that whole thing up, which is cause classic Spider-Man. Yeah, because, I mean, he, you know? he, he, he left a message for Happy. He tried to tell Happy what was going on. Right. Uh, Tony found out, uh, you know, what he had told Happy or Happy had told him or or something about the voicemail, maybe Friday, yeah. you know, saw the voicemail and, and, and forwarded it to Tony or whatever. But yeah. either way, Tony knew, told the cops, told the feds. Yeah. Um, and the feds were there waiting to get Vulture and his guys and yeah. then, uh, you know, the other guys that were buying the weapons. Mm -hmm. And then, yep, Peter, he jumped in. He didn't know about it, and he screwed everything up. Screwed everything up. Royally and, you know, screwed. And that's where, you know, you see where, you know, Tony Stark says, you're not ready for the suit. I yeah. got to take it back. And that's after that is when you really see this is him becoming Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, he, he goes back to his homemade costume yeah. that he had. And um, we, you know, and he basically that's where he that's where he goes and actually takes on Vulture. Right. Um, you know, out of the prom, you know, he. After, you know, from the prom, basically, mm -hmm. he, he knows what's going on. Um, I liked their little, the little Easter egg of the scorpion. Yep. I that thought was, that was cool. Yep, that was kind of cool. What, what the heck was his name? But the, the actor who's playing him is, is an actor on Better Call Saul, um, and I love him, and yeah. I think he's great. And I cannot. What is the what is the scorpion's real name? Oh, um, Mac or Mac something or, Mac. or I think. Uh, when, when they said it, I was like Scorpion. Yeah. I was like, that's Scorpion, and they flash in on him. And yeah. He's got the Scorpion, scorpion tattoo, tattoo on his on neck. Him. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, I, from what I've been from what I've been seeing on some YouTube channels, yeah. they they think that they're probably going to have him more like the Ultimate Spider-Man Scorpion, where he's more like a big. Uh, drug lord okay. instead of, you know, with a super suit or anything like that. So we'll, we'll see how that works. But, I mean, either way, I mean, it's cool. It's an Easter egg and it's a character. Right. And we're, we're, we're hopefully going to see him in a future. It's certainly, um, it's certainly setting, setting things up for the, for the end because at the end with his big confrontation with Vulture, he doesn't, you know, the, the Vulture suit kind of backfires on him and explodes. Yeah. Spider-Man ends up saving Tombs yeah. um, and then leaving him for the authorities in the same time saving Happy's ass yeah. <laughs> because the, the Vulture's big heist at the end of the movie was going to be stealing from the Avengers themselves yeah. all of their technology and everything that yeah. was being shipped to the new upstate New York facility for yeah. them. Um, and he leaves the Vulture there. The Vulture's in prison and that's when the Vulture and the Scorpion have an interaction who said, and the Scorpion says to him, you know, I hear, I hear you know who yeah. Spider-Man is. Yeah. And that's when he says, if you, if I knew who he was, he wouldn't even be alive still. That's him thanking, like, that is him thanking Peter Parker. Yeah. That's that's the start, kind of the start of his penance for for what he's done. But I, th I think we're going to find that he, he might, I mean, he might be back in regards to that because he's still in the circumstance that his... You know, we we know that that Toombs' wife and daughter yeah. have moved to like Washington State or yeah. or something like that. They've yeah. left because he doesn't want them there for the trial, and um, so who knows? I mean, I, I'm guessing that probably they'll you know his wife's going to divorce him, right? And then he's going to be this victim of circumstance again, where he has to turn to being the vulture again somehow. I see. I don't know if he's going to turn to being the vulture. I wonder if he's going to be a. So you get the sequel to Spider-Man. Yeah. That's out and everything. Um, you know, obviously the Scorpion is going to be doing something from the inside. Yeah. And I think that it's going to be a thing where Peter Parker has to then go visit Adrian Toomes in prison, mm -hmm. and that is where the alliance is going to happen. Right. Now, is, I, I wonder if this is the same prison as where Kingpin is. Oh, in like the Netflix universe? Yeah, because I mean, they've they've said that the the Netflix universe is connected to the MCU, but obviously you won't see those characters because of what you know. They're they, I mean, they're like street level, and then you got yeah. Avengers and all of that. Spidey is kind of street level, but he's obviously the other side of, of yeah. New York City, over in Queens, right? Um, where everybody else is, you know, is uptown near Harlem. I would love uh, that. That would, but that would be great to see to see Matt Murdock, see Daredevil with yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, I've always said. I mean, when they have the TV part of it, 
kind of connected with the movies, you know, tied in with like Civil War, not Civil War, but uh, Winter Soldier yeah. and all that kind of stuff, and Doctor Strange, you right. know, the little hints and all that. I, I, I like that. I think they should still keep that. And honestly, I think they should just try throwing money at somebody just to kind of make a walk-on cameo from the movies just to kind of tie that together. They don't have to be... I mean, you don't have to have RDJ in the Iron Man suit. He can basically walk in and, like, Coulson, you're alive? What's going on? You know, that kind of right. thing. Or or even have Coulson show up in Iron Man. Hey, Tony, we got to talk. And it's like, what? Mind blown. Right. That kind of thing. I don't think that we'll, we'll never see that interaction because I remember Joss Whedon saying for the purpose of the MCU... Colson is dead. Like mm-hmm. they're never gonna know he's alive. He's operating within the shadows type situation. Right. Like they're never they're never gonna know that. But I would like to see an interaction, possibly between Kingpin. Yeah. If it is in fact the same prison, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. And Michael Keaton. Like how awesome would that be? Oh, that would be so cool. Have Kingpin and Vulture yeah. in the same prison and 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 all that and just you know, that would be so. Awesome Cause you know see. they're in like the tightest of maximum security. Yeah, they've got to be. Yeah, I mean it's not like they're it's not like they're in that you know that floating one, you know out in the middle yeah. of the ocean where everybody was. Right, you know, yeah. Where they kept like you know uh, Hawkeye and all of that, but still that would be that would be really cool to see that 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 confrontation between D'Onofrio and Keaton yeah. as their characters in prison. Um, and that would just kind of tie everything together because Spider-Man did fight Kingpin. He was a big deal in some of those yeah. issues of Spider-Man. So that would be great if we could see D'Onofrio. I mean, there's obviously that connection's there. Mm-hmm. It, it, I think they should. I think they should do that because with Netflix, they basically have carte blanche when it comes to those stories. It's not cable. It's. I mean, it's quote unquote cable TV. Kind, yeah, kind yeah. of. They're not bound by the FCC regs the and all that kind of situation stuff. Situation as if a show exists on HBO or Showtime. You yeah, know? it's it's just going to be more. Yeah. You're going to get more out. Yeah, of you it. can you can see the boobies and all that kind of stuff. Right. You can hear the swearing and all that. But still, I, I would love for them to take that Netflix. I mean, at least that part of it, because I mean, Daredevil and Spider Man have worked together. Yeah, they've done team ups. Yeah, they're kind of in the same area there. I well, mean, especially now, I mean, given the fact of how they're establishing this Spider-Man yeah. as a ground-level yep. superhero, yep. Um, clearly there's going to be sequels on the way, they, yeah. um, and I personally can't wait. Um, I wasn't excited to see this movie, and I know we both said it. Um, you know, yeah. there had been a lot of, of awful Spider-Man yeah, stuff. Yeah, we had, we had gotten burned on the other right. Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Civil War was a glimmer of hope of what they could yeah. do with, with it in the right hands. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I was going to wait a couple weeks to see it, but, you know, I was on vacation this yeah. whole week, and um, and my it was actually my wife, Vera, said to me, I think I'd like to see this Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, okay, let's go, let's go see it. And I really, really enjoyed it. Um, one of the things that surprised me the most, and this doesn't even have anything to do with the movie, mm-hmm. um, is Sony really wanted you to know that y- this is still a Sony movie. Yeah, they 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 put the this. the Columbia Pictures yeah. logo up front of the movie before the Marvel right uh, logo right. And I mean, it's okay, fine, I get it, right? You know, but, but you didn't even like I. I there wasn't a Black Panther trailer before it. I, I there wasn't. Um, I, I there was no Thor trailer before mm-hmm. it. I right. thought that was interesting. Um, so yeah, there were the the trailers that were before this movie. They weren't trying to sell you any other Marvel pr- comic properties, yeah. which I thought was really interesting. What 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 trailers did you see? Uh, Valerian. Um, okay. What other ones did I see? I think Valerian is a Columbia. Some I, I, some movie with Gerard Butler called Geostorm. That, um, yeah, no clue. Yeah, and I don't remember the other ones. They were they were uh, kind of forgettable. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it wasn't anything big. It wasn't anything. It wasn't anything huge or anything right. like that. Um, Any was Disney? I mean, because it was. I mean, Disney um, owns them, but I would think maybe they might throw. No, a there non-Marvel wasn't. Movie. I don't believe there was any Disney trailers either. Um, wow. Yeah. 
it was it was interesting it was it was very odd like i said um that there wasn't any of that because i was really looking forward to seeing a black panther trailer that would have been in the theater yeah you know because on the big screen it would have I mean, been great yeah that would because that trailer awesome. came out after guardians 2 yeah so i didn't get to see the guardians 2 trailer on the big screen however i've gotten to see the thor trailer on the big screen twice yeah. now between guardians and wonder woman which awesome yeah um yeah, I don't know, man. I I think they 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 actually nailed this Spider-Man. They actually they got it right. So. I think they did too. I think this has cured. I mean, basically, in the hands of just Sony. Yeah. It was crap. It they just, well everything they, was headed. Oh, we need yeah. to point it in the direction of the Sinister Six, and that's what we need. And you know, they've Spider. My my favorite Spider-Man villain is Craven the Hunter, and yes. we've never gotten to see him. And yeah. I don't think. I don't know if we ever will get to see Craven the Hunter. Oh, if, if they they you know, got to do something with Craven. I mean, even I would an love Easter it. egg would would be a step in the right direction. But seriously, I, love I mean, I would love to see. Um, I mean, we've we've already gotten a flavor of Doc Ock with the you know Tobey Maguire movie. Right, and they, Alfred and Molina played him great. He, so he did a great. We job. We don't need to revisit that. There's yeah. so many rogues Spider Man that they. Yeah. they we we need to get a few of the yeah. we need to get few of the villains. I mean, that we got Shocker. Been, yeah, I mean more of twice. Sh- yeah, I mean come on. And I liked it. I yes. liked them a lot. Yes. Um we got the Vulture. And sorry, I liked, Jamie Fox. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Electro yeah. jerk. Um, let's see. Well, oh, that's right. He was Electro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was like the ultimate version of Electro, which you know yeah. it is what it is. I prefer the guy with the crazy lightning bolt hat. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> okay. Personally. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'd like to see Mysterio. Um, Mysterio would be an awesome one. Right. I but... thought it was cool that we got a little bit of the Scorpion in this one. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um, there's, oh, my God, there's so many. I, I mean, and I know Sony is kind of gearing up to do a Black Cat movie, um, I, but I'd love to see something with Black Cat. But I just don't think that Tom Holland's Spider-Man it's not is the quite right, there yet. It's not the right thing no, for Tom not, Holland not Spider-Man to do. That's more... Because that was more, um, you know, college age Peter Parker, right? So because there was a romance, romantic yeah. interest there, and right now that's just not the level that he's right. on. We're still dealing with a very young um, Spider-Man that needs to yeah. mature, which is great. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't know how well I would be able to relate to this younger Spider-Man. Because for me, when I was reading Spider-Man, it was always like an older Spider-Man. Right. I wasn't reading the 1960s versions where he was still a young guy and yeah. everything. So. You know, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, and, and but I'm I not, loved it. I absolutely love Spider-Man. I, I'm not even sure where the you know where where Felicia yeah works into the timeline because you basically you had you had Gwen, you had MJ. Yeah, Felicia's in there. I mean, somewhere in there yeah. with MJ. I, I you know. Yeah, I don't think Peter was actually cheating on MJ or anything like that. It right. was more. I guess they were on a break or yeah. something like that, and Felicia right. kind of was there and yeah. Um, but either way, I mean. I I um I I, li- I like what what they you know what Spider-Man has become in mm-hmm. Marvel's hands, and I I'm really I'm glad we didn't get burnt a third time. Right. And I'm hoping, I am so hoping that they you know when they do a sequel, that we get something you know equally as amazing. I know it's hard for for a lot of uh, movies. To, to live up to their, you know, the sequels to live up to yeah. the original, especially, you know, when they're just so, you know. And they're so good. Yeah. They're so good. It, yeah. So um, I'm just, I'm praying, Marvel, please, you know, yeah. give us, give, you know, Craven the Hunter. If you can, if they give us Craven, I mean, I am going to be, so, I would, I, I'm going to fanboy. I would love it if you have it so, like, you know, Spider Man 2 is flash forward a couple of years, Spider Man's yeah. out there. Maybe you've got some propaganda from J. Jonah Jameson going out. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he's a he's a, a disgrace. He's vile. You yeah. know, he's he's ruining our city and yeah. everything. There's vigilantes and everything like that. But then, the ultimate hunter wants to catch him, and yeah. I thought that would be a great premise for a second Spider-Man movie. Um, you know, because Sony and Marvel, I don't think they're ever going to see eye to eye on any kind of Venom project, because I'm pretty sure that Sony's moving forward regardless yeah um but i would really like to see craven the hunter brought into that well, also I mean, how about this at the end with yeah. gwyneth paltrow oh bringing yeah. bringing back pepper Potts because I, I was thinking to myself wow i, I, I she just totally done like you know because in civil war when she's yeah. not there and tony's like oh well we're on a break and everything like that 
I was like, well, maybe Gwyneth Paltrow's not going to be yeah. in this universe anymore. Well, maybe. I mean, hopefully we'll see how that, you know, um, pans out. I don't know. Have they said anything about doing a fourth Iron Man movie? Or maybe uh, we'll see that in Infinity War. The only thing that I've ever seen is that Robert Downey Jr. would be interested in doing the project. Um, but I don't think there's any kind of Iron Man 4 in the works. Mm -hmm. I think that they're just going to bring him in as kind of that guy that is still tying the universe together and everything. Right. We're going to... I think we're going to see things wrapped up with Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, probably in Avengers Infinity War, and then somebody else is kind of going to yeah. gonna pick up the, uh, maybe, the leadership maybe, role. Maybe Rhodey. I mean, because Rhodey wore the I, Iron Man armor for a little while. I, you, we could see that, you know, um, but I really don't know. I think that you may see the Iron Man chapter close a little bit after yeah. Avengers Infinity War and then see things kind of the torch the torch passed, so to speak. Yeah. So to some of these other characters. Now. It's. I mean, it's it's sad, but it's inevitable because I mean, these guys are. You know, they can't remain. Are, I mean, RD, they, they can't be ageless forever. I mean, yeah. You know? I mean, you you cast RDJ and Mark Ruffalo. Those guys are already older, more established actors when they yep. were cast in these roles as yep. Bruce Banner and Tony Stark. Um, so they aren't going to last forever, and that's fine. Um, you know, Chris Evans has. You know, he's not going to play Captain America. Right. anymore after Avengers Infinity War. He's he's bowing out yeah. because he'd like to focus on being a director and everything, right. you know. Who knows how long Paul Bettany is going to want to... Do Vision. Yeah, you know, you Elizabeth know? Olsen playing Scarlet Witch. But that's the whole thing about the Avengers comics. It was always a rotating lineup. Yeah. Um, so they've done a really good job of bringing in not exactly like the classic Avengers. Yep. Like, it is the classic Avengers. Like, yeah. it is Iron Man and Thor yep. and Hulk yep. and Ant-Man. Um, but we haven't seen a lot with Ant-Man, yeah. so it would be nice to see Scott Lang brought into that. I um, think we're going to end up seeing know? Secret Avengers before we see, uh, you know, before we see uh, the real Avengers back again. Because after everything that happened in Civil yeah, War, absolutely. So, but I mean, I, I mean, it, it's kind of bittersweet to know that that's it's going to have to happen at some point, but. You know, we we still have Netflix. Um, I mean, that's just yeah, technically kind of getting started. We got Defenders, yeah. uh, and the Defenders, you know, kind of changed up a diff a few different ways mm -hmm. for a while, and then maybe hopefully we might, you know, Fox may decide to, you know, because they haven't come up with anything for for Fantastic Four. Yeah, maybe they'll find. I wish that they just leave it alone. I, I'm wondering if maybe now that they've seen what's happening with yeah. the success of of Spider-Man Homecoming, I can't talk Homecoming. Yeah, with how Sony did it with Marvel, maybe now Fox will basically kind of, you know, knock on Marvel's door and say, "All right, look, you know, you did this deal. It worked out great. Can we do something similar?" Let's let's talk. I mean, you can hope, yeah. but I honestly don't see Fox doing that. I, I just don't see them being sm as sm smart as Sony. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, why do they want to keep a property that they can't successfully create into something better? You know, because they don't want to see Marvel succeed. Probably right. I but, mean, Fantastic Four don't exist as far as Marvel comics go anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, like they. They're, the book isn't on the shelves. They're not writing any current Fantastic yeah. Four. Yeah, and that's you know, and I mean, and that's part of the strategy because Fox wanted to screw Marvel, right. so Marvel is screwing them back and, right. and killed off the Fantastic Four titles. And any any kind of X Men that you see on the screen is so different from what yeah. you currently see on the X Men comics that are out there. Yeah, um, totally, totally different. And, and X Men were kind of their own separate universe anyway. It's very rare that you saw Spider Man yeah. interact with them or anything. I like mean, that. even in uh, even in the first Civil War comics, um, the X Men weren't really that involved. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they they really were. Mutants had their own thing going on. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, they 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 were kind of like an underground. They were like more underground, like with Shield and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So I could see where maybe that kind of stuff would happen. But obviously, you know, we're we're looking at Inhumans and 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 all that kind of stuff. But still, I would, I I really would hope Fox would come to their senses, and and say, let's let's try putting together a deal, and then, you know. Even if they don't do the original lineup, you know, with Mister Fantastic and all, well, I, well, I don't know how you do another lineup uh, with Fantastic. Uh, yeah, Four I mean, yeah. without actually establishing anything, you yeah, know, we really need to. I, I, I mean, you could, you could do well. No, I mean, Fox is playing 
fast and loose as far as the continuity goes with some of the comics yeah. that they have the rights to. I mean, we've talked about it before. This this gifted show that's going to be on yeah. uh, Fox looks absolutely terrible, and it's Brian Singer's take on the X-Men for television. I think it's stupid. Um, you know, Legion that they have on FX, mm-hmm. That now that is a good show. Um, they actually did something right, but, you know, for every Deadpool, Logan, and Legion there is, there's an X-Men Apocalypse yeah. and a Fantastic Four. Yeah. So um, it doesn't matter how many things they get right. I think that Fox is always just not, I, I don't know, there's just something to me that yeah. just they don't, they don't seem to be able to get it right. Yeah. Well, just don't don't do it. There's no more Fantastic Four in the movies. We don't need it. We've got yeah. so much other stuff. Yeah. Just uh, well, still, I'm I'm hopeful because I would like to, I would like to see you know even if we could get the, um, you know the 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 Fantastic Four that you know when do do you remember the issues where it was Hulk, uh, Ghost Rider, Spider Man, and Wolverine? <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was an awesome Fantastic Four series well, yeah. for a while. Um, this is like your the. That was like the quintessential like wasn't that, that was nineties right? Yeah, was that, that 90s? was that was nineties. They 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 did a thing where, um, I forgot what. So it, it was the, Danny the, Danny Ketch Ghost Rider. Yeah, and then, so it was basically the Fantastic Four like disappeared. They went they were off planet or something. They were fighting the Scree or or or, or the Skrull. The Skrull or yeah the Skull and Cree. Oh, here's another interesting yeah. thing about that. So they could do they could do. Marvel could do something with the scrolls yeah. if they wanted to, yeah. but they can't do anything with super scrolls. Like that's Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's the 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 the, the, the yeah. lines are so crazy. Yeah, I I don't know how they would really work it, but I mean, if they could bring it back into like Spider Man or or any of the Marvel movies, I really think that would be the best way to go. Yeah. Honestly. So, but you know, I'm not holding on do? to hope for it. Only because I just don't think that they're smart enough. I'm I'm an optimist, so I gotta I gotta I gotta. You take that side of it. I'll take it. So okay, so we're we're on the two different sides. (laughs) Um, I just don't think I just don't think Fox is smart enough to say, all right, help us with this. We really want to establish a good character. Yeah. I just don't think that they have the. I just I just don't think they operate that way. Or they would have done it Mm -hmm. with the X Men already. Right. So true. True that. All right. Um. I mean, I. I don't know what else is there to talk about with with homecoming. Honestly, I mean, I think we we covered a lot of it. No, nothing. I think that w- I, we gave our thoughts. Yeah. I think that if you haven't seen it, if you're joining us back now that spoilers are kind of over, yes. Um, then you you need to go see Spider-Man: Homecoming because you do. it is. You do. It, it's. I, I don't know. After seeing it once, I don't know where I can rank it as far as my favorite Marvel movies, but it's certainly up there now. It's definitely a great Marvel movie. They. They nailed the character. Everything about it w- just worked. So, yeah, I, I would say if you can, I mean, go. Just go see the movie yeah. and then worry about the rest afterwards. Just, right. you know, pay your money, go mat- matinee, whatever. Go go see it. Yes, absolutely. So, um, I mean, do you have any other, uh, anything else you want to close out with? Or no, talk I just, about no. Or? Um, you People need to go see Spider-Man and, uh, yeah. That's it. That's all, right. all I go yeah. see Spider-Man. Yeah, go go definitely go see Spider-Man and uh, let us know what you think. Go to the website xjockalbanyny.com. You can also uh, make sure you follow us, favorite us on uh, iHeartRadio app, on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Podcastpedia, all those places where we're at and yeah. uh, uh, we'll definitely be uh, looking out for your comments and, and just let us know. And in the meantime, stay geeky. Meat. I'll send you a nice box of Christmas meat. Best I can do. Get out of here.